Welcome to the Millionaire Mindcast, where we broadcast weekly interviews with millionaire minds from across the globe to empower you on your journey of unlocking a rich and fulfilling life. It's time to unleash your millionaire within. Now, here's your host, Matty A. Here's what you should know about winning before you chase it. Winning's not loyal to you. It doesn't care about you. Winning doesn't care how sore you are. Winning doesn't care how much sleep you get. Winning doesn't care how hard you work at times. And sometimes a guy doesn't outwork you and he still wins. It isn't fair, man. Sometimes there is no justice. Winning requires all of you and then more, and it promises you nothing. It's a mastermind of creating fear and doubt in your mind. It causes setback after setback. So the question is about winning. Are you willing to sprint when the distance is unknown? And why chase this thing called winning? Because the only thing that's guaranteed in life, if you don't chase it, is losing. Yes, sir. That is a little speech from Lewis Corolla on uh, chasing winning. He is Georgia Tech's strength coach, uh, their football team. And, you know, I love hearing these little sound bites. I'm, I'm a junkie for these sound bites, uh, finding, you know, things that get me up, get me motivated, get me ready to run through a wall for the day. Because at the end of the day, you know, when you're, uh, when you're chasing stuff that, let's say, 99.9% of the planet aren't chasing or want, but aren't willing to put in the work, aren't willing to do what's required, you're going to have to find ways to motivate yourself to you know, do things when you don't want to do them to go and unlock the results that most people on this planet Earth have and never will unlock. And that's just the reality of the situation. And so, you know, when I wake up on my morning routine, one of the things I like to do is go and find some of these little sound bites. There's actually an app called Pep Talk that has compiled some of the most amazing world-class speeches, motivators, influencers, um, speakers from all around the world uh, over the course of history. And they do these cool little mashups. And so shout out to Pep Talk and uh, their app and some of the great things that they've been doing. But welcome to the show, guys. As always, you know, I love spending some time with you on Fridays to get you some updates on, you know, what I've been up to. And of course, always to give you some little tip, tool, strategy, something that sharpens the ax uh, for you on your journey, gets you thinking, right? Like everybody's at different stages of their journey right now. You know, I've been talking with all kinds of people who got seven and eight figure businesses that were, you know, listening to the show and texting in deals and wanting to invest in the syndications. I've been talking with new investors that are just getting started and have 5k and are wondering what their next move should be. And what I love about our Millionaire Mindcast community is that everybody is seeking to level up in some way, shape or form, better husband, better wife, better father, you know, better mother, better investor, better leader, take your health to the next level. And that's what the Millionaire Mindcast is all about. Yeah, we love making money. We love making our money matter and do things for ourselves, for our families, for our communities, for our employees and businesses, for our missions. Um, but it's not just about right making more money. It's about being more elevated in all areas and gardens of your life. And if you're new to the show, welcome. Each and every Monday, I interview a guest. Wednesdays, we talk financial markets, real estate updates. 
And of course, on Fridays, you get your boy, you know, rapping on something that I'm passionate about, something that is important to me that, you know, I think can bring some value to you guys. So if that's something that you resonate with, all I ask is that you hit that subscribe button, leave a five-star review in iTunes, help us spread this mission and message to more people that are looking to elevate and get connected to other like-minded individuals. You know, today I wanted to share a little story with you guys, being that I know many of you are kind of drowning right now. I've been talking with a lot of people that feel overwhelmed with everything that's going on in the world, that's going on in life, whether it's, you know, the amount of responsibility that you have or have taken on, whether it's the amount of, you know, financial stress that you're under, whether it has something to do with another aspect of your life, you know, sometimes it can feel like you're just treading water. Sometimes it can feel like you just can't get, you know, ahead. You can't get that leg up. And I was reading this study, pretty brutal study, actually, at Harvard in the 1950s. Dr. Kurt Richter, he placed rats in a pool of water to test how long they could tread water. And basically, he got these little jars, he filled them up with water, and they literally, these poor rats, uh, they dropped them in these little vases of water, and they wanted to see how long they could tread water before they sank. And on average, um, pretty much all the mice, the first go around of this test, all of them uh, sank after 15 minutes. But right before they gave up due to exhaustion, the researchers would, you know, grab them by the tail, pluck them out, um, and dry them off, let them rest for a few minutes, only a few minutes, and then would put them right back in for a second round. In this second try, how long do you think they lasted? You know, my, my brain tells me that, man, I'm tired as hell. You know, you throw me back in, uh, to a deep end of water after, you know, treading water for 15 minutes and literally almost sinking and drowning, I'm probably going to be, you know, five minutes. And again, remember, they just swam until failure only a few short minutes ago. And what they ended up learning was that on average, these rats tread water for 60 hours. You heard that right. 60 hours of swimming after they almost just drowned after 15 minutes of treading water. And the conclusion drawn was that since the rats believed, key word here, since the rats believed that they would eventually be rescued, they could push their bodies way past what they previously thought was impossible. So I'll leave you with this thought. If hope can cause exhausted rats to swim for that long, what could a belief in yourself and your abilities do for you? Don't forget what you're capable of when you've got belief in yourself, when you've got hope, when you've got this ability to drive and push yourself towards something even beyond the moments of exhaustion. One of my good friends shared an equation with me that is always stuck in my head that when you have unwavering belief in yourself and you take consistent, purposeful action, no matter how big or how small you feel like you're moving the needle, it's only a matter of time until you unlock 
new levels of success, unlock new skills, new resources, new relationships. When you believe in yourself, no matter how down you are, no matter how shitty life might be, no matter how discouraging you are in that moment, no matter what your bank account looks like in that moment, if you have an unwavering belief in yourself that you will solve to the problems that are in your life at this moment, and you take consistent, purposeful action, big or small, over a long period of time, it is inevitable that you're going to unlock new levels of success. And just remember, man, that there are always those who have struggled so much more than you, and they still find light and have the ability to push on, and so can you. Now, it's hard in that moment, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, I've had a couple dark seasons this year, and I usually do every single year, and that's part of being able to understand that that is a part of your journey to unlocking some legendary shit. Like, of course, if you stayed in your comfort zone and you did all the things that ultimately, you know, most people settle for and live mediocre lives, you're, you're probably not going to experience some of the levels of stress and uncertainty and doubt that those that are willing to push the envelope and the limits of their mind and their body and their spirit go and actually experience. Friedrich Nietzsche, an old philosopher, said, to live is to suffer. Everybody suffers. To survive is to find some meaning in the suffering. And so I know many of you who are out there hustling, grinding, doing your thing, you know, when you go through those moments, change the narrative. Again, it doesn't take the pain away. It doesn't take the frustration and the doubt and all those crazy emotions away. But what it does do, right, is help you understand that as you're going through those moments that there's always something beautiful. There's a light. There's an awakening. There's wisdom on the other side to still feel your pulse and the blood flowing through your veins, knowing that you're actually alive. You just build that into more confidence as you overcome those seasons. And this has been, honestly, the last week has been a little trying for me. It's been a little bit of um, uh, you know, a reminder of these own things that I'm talking to you about right now for me to remember and implement and connect with those myself. You know, uh, one of my flips that I uh, have on the market out in the Bay um, this agent and their buyers basically were, I mean, it was a nightmare dealing with them and they started pulling some shady stuff and, you know, I was expecting to close the, the property here in a couple of weeks and, you know, I have a couple hundred thousand dollars in profit money tied up into this thing that I was uh, hoping to get back before, you know, the end of the year. And they started, you know, basically doing things and saying things that one, I could tell the deal was falling apart and they were, you know, not communicating properly. They weren't operating with integrity. And it reminded me that one, I, you always got to be willing to walk away. You got to know where your line in the sand is and trust that your standards and your product and your service, the value that you know and think is there you have to be willing to walk away when people don't see that or feel that. And so we ended up canceling the escrow and put it back on the market. 
And within no joke, less than 24 hours, I had multiple offers on the property again, and I was back in contract and netting $30,000 more than what I was going to net with the previous offer. So just trusting in that process, right? Reminding myself of those things. I've been working through a commercial um, building that I'm buying. We were supposed to close on this commercial building about two months ago. Uh, This is a commercial medical plaza that I'm buying in um, Kansas next to some of my other commercial properties out there. And I really like the Kansas market. It's great for cash flow. Obviously, if you're coming from California, you know, some of my commercial stuff out here is great. And yes, it does cash flow. But what I'm seeing and getting out in Kansas is uh, a lot better. We'll just say that. But this transaction has really tested my endurance. And um, because of the seller and we're buying this plaza from uh, a hospital um, that, you know, they have their one of their practices out of it, a physical therapy business out of it, a pharmacy out of it. Um, They had a lien on the property and uh, it came up, you know, they didn't know about it. Um, It was, you know, uh, one client was, I think, suing them um, from one of their other medical practices for something that had happened and it actually encumbered this building as well. So we had to wait two months for them to go to court and settle these things and get it figured out. But it just right, reminded me that, you know, this whole journey of entrepreneurship, really of anything that you want, that's great, requires a level of endurance that most people aren't willing to put in the work and stay in the race for. And, you know, I was getting discouraged and whether it was the flip or whether it was commercial medical plaza or was, you know, challenges in other areas of the business, You know, it reminds me and I want to remind you that, you know, that that doubt and that voice in your head, everybody has it. You know, I fall down in my thinking every single day. None of us are perfect. Human beings, we are all flawed. You know, it's about getting off course and getting back on course. That is the key. That's where the greatest teachers and the lessons are. If we were on course forever, life would be pretty damn boring. I don't know about you. I get bored pretty damn easily. And I have a pretty wild and eccentric and uh, exciting life. And, you know, one of my uh, favorite lessons that I have, you know, implemented over the years and I always remind myself of is, you know, the quality of your life, the success in your life is going to be based on the level of uncertainty that you can handle in your life whether that's in your marriage, whether that's in your health, whether that's in your bank account, whether that's in your business or projects that you're working on, uncertainty makes you alive. The unknown makes you alive. It enhances and brings this moment-to-moment awareness that gives us a choice. Now, not everybody chooses the right choice, but it gives us a choice to lean into those moments and pick out the learning lessons and to force ourselves to elevate and step up to do what is necessary to remove that uncertainty and get footing and get stability and get traction in the things that actually matter to you and your life and your goals. The most successful people I know are addicted to uncertainty. And what I realized was I'm addicted to uncertainty as well. And, you know, you're going to get knocked down. You're going to get beat up but that doesn't mean that you're any less 
valuable or any less capable. And you have to trust in that process and you have to build up your endurance. I was hiking Machu Picchu with uh, a buddy of mine, Michael Mayer. Uh, many of you probably know him. He wrote an amazing book called uh, The Seven L's of Communication. And he's an amazing storyteller. And, you know, we were talking about some of these challenges and how life, you know, will beat you up. You know, life is like the bully at school that, you know, beats you up, takes your backpack, steals your lunch money, right? And if you're lucky, you know, you, uh, you get out of there with a couple cuts and bruises, but you can at least continue to keep on moving on. And he used this example of a $20 bill. And uh, he handed me the $20 bill. And he said, how much is this $20 bill worth? I said, $20. He said, okay, so we're in agreement that the value of this $20 bill, you know, is $20. And I said, yep. And he goes, okay, cool. Give it back to me. So I handed it back to him and he puts it on the ground and he starts stepping all over it and getting his dirty, muddy boots on it. And this is, you know, we're literally out in, uh, you know, the, the forest and the hills of Machu Picchu in Peru, starts stepping on it. He grabs it. He starts crinkling the bill up, you know, and it gets rolled up into this tiny little ball. And he goes, now what's the bill worth? And I said, $20. It's, you know, it's like, I, I think if I can you know, go and buy something at a store uh, and it's still, you know, a whole piece, it's $20. And he goes, yeah, that's right. So did the bill's worth change? Even though I stepped on it, even though I crumpled it up, even though I beat the hell out of this bill, without destroying it, did the bill's worth change? And what I would say to you is no matter how much life kicks your ass, whether it's in your relationship, with your health, with your finances, no matter what life does to you, as long as it doesn't destroy you, you still have the same value and worth, even though you're getting beat up. And so with that being said, you know, and I remind myself of these things, right? I want to remind you of that same thing. No matter what, if life's kicking your ass, taking your lunch money, stealing your backpack, beating you up, you still got all the tools. And if anything, you're only getting more dangerous as you get battle tested. And as you go after bigger things, bigger projects, bigger deals, bigger investments, bigger risks, all you're doing is putting more tools on your tool belt and going further down a path that most people are unwilling to walk down. And that should excite you. That should tell you something about who you are and what you're capable of. Going back to that very first statement, are you willing to sprint and continue to keep running in the path and on the, in the direction and on the path towards your goals? without knowing where the finish line is at. I sure as hell know I am. I'm built for this shit. I know you're built for this shit too. And this is where you got to tap into that inner beast, that dark side, that person that we all, we both know who we're talking about. 
it's that moment that you literally feel like you are indestructible. When that dopamine drops and hits deep into your soul and you literally feel like you could run through a wall, that you feel like you're invincible, you feel like nothing can stop you, that is always there. You can tap into that even in these dark moments, but don't lose that belief. So I just wanted to give you guys a little love. Give myself that reminder because I'm coming out of getting my ass kicked you know, with being sick and not having, I'm a pretty healthy dude all the time. And I've been sick the last couple months because of, you know, my kids and, and travel and all kinds of things. You know, I've had some challenges with big projects and, you know, mountains to climb and hurdles to overcome. And looking back, man, I feel dangerous right now. I can tell that I'm coming out a little bit of a phase of darkness and a little bit of a lull and challenge and the mind and the physical tools and the beliefs and the resources, new ceilings are getting broken through and new floors are being created. And that's what you gotta keep believing in. Unwavering belief in yourself plus consistent purposeful action day in and day out is inevitable for unlocking new levels in yourself, new levels in your business, new levels in your finances, new levels in your relationships. But here's the thing. The work never stops. Don't get comfortable. Don't get complacent. Don't get lulled into doing things at a mediocre level. Keep pushing. Keep challenging yourself. And if you got questions, comments, concerns, you want to say what up, you're new to the show, again, all I ask is that you guys hit that subscribe button, leave a five-star review, and... If you haven't said what up yet, shoot me a text at 844-447-1555. If you are an accredited investor and you're looking for syndication opportunities, you want to know more about the offerings that me and my group put out, you can text the word DEALS to 844-447-1555. If you haven't taken advantage of the free financial x-ray that my Wednesday co-host, Mr. Ryan Breedwell, and his amazing team do and have done for so many of our Millionaire Mindcast listeners that want their investment portfolio reviewed, looked over, make sure that you're not getting overfeed, make sure that you're allocated properly based on what goals you're trying to achieve. Just text the word x-ray to that same phone number, 844-447-1555. And guys, reach out. I love connecting and have been connecting with so many of you. You can follow me on Instagram at official And with that being said, keep investing in yourself. Keep investing in your wealth on your march to that million dollar mark and way beyond. There is no finish line when you're putting in the work to be the best version of yourself. I'll see you guys in next week's episode. Much love.